welcome. Welcome to the Big Red Zone Podcast. Coming at you for the second week in a row. Previewing week two of the NFL season. Talking about week one of the NFL season. You know what it is. Yup. I'm one of your hosts, Max. I'm one of your other hosts, Brad. And I'm your other, other host, Rowie. Rowie, you want to tell our viewers what today is? Why today's a special day? Today is two days since the firing of Red Sox GM <laughs> Chaim Bloom on this Jewish holiday, <laughs> Rosh Hashanah. This is a sad day for Jews all over the world. Let's do 10 seconds of silence for Chaim Bloom. Brad, you're, you can't laugh during a moment of silence. I'm really sorry. That's the I'm worst. Really really Rowie did really say sorry. he was going to turn this into Red Sox pod, and lo and behold, he did. But today is also the day of our Lord's Rowie Dairies, mm-hmm. 22nd, some say Taylor Swift year, mm-hmm. birthday. So to all of our loyal listeners, yep. drop my boy Raz a happy birthday. Yep. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks in advance. So, we had a fan question come in, you know, to, to start our podcast. Hey. We, we get a lot of fan mail. We, so, we do get a lot, but today we decided this one was yeah, worth our a, time to address. All I'm saying is if your question wasn't asked, keep submitting. Maybe one day it will be. Mm. So, guys, who's your favorite sports media personality? Brad? Yeah, we, I think by given it's us, right? It's Rowie, the big that might be zone. one of the wildest things you've ever had. Um, that's a good answer, though. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, I was saying Brad is in terms of like you answer, not like Brad is in like um, you're the my favorite. No, no, you you'd really think <laughs> that you are my favorite sports personality? I mean, for a little don't bit, flatter I yourself. For a little bit, I thought I did. Though. All right, shut up. Alright, All right. I'm gonna give my take. Right. I think I have like a pretty not great take. Like I I I watch a couple like NFL YouTubers, um, but I don't think our audience would know them. So I'm gonna throw out Colin Coward. I don't think he's right on his takes that much of the time, but I think he just provides pretty entertaining content. Like not this last year and honestly not recently, but I think two seasons ago. I, every weekend I would watch, or every Monday I'd watch his weekend recap and like his three word game. I think it's pretty entertaining. I just like listening to him. Also, shout out the fantasy footballers who give me all my fantasy takes. Big analogy guy, Con Coward. Big analogy guy. A lot of a lot of marriage analogies too. I don't know if you noticed. Maybe you haven't. Well, uh, for me, uh, I think my favorite uh, personality. Nick Wright. Um, Nick Wright. Well, it was going to be a two-way tie. Definitely not. Definitely just Nick Wright. It's kind of Nick Wright. Yeah. I, uh... Brad, do you like him more with or without the hair? Yeah. Uh, the hair, the hair, uh, with, with the hair, for sure. Mm-hmm. Look, Nick Wright is a very biased guy. He loves his Chiefs. Very Unlike biased. Unlike us. Yeah. We, <laughs> we call it like it is. Yeah. He loves his Chiefs, and then he makes his other takes about, like, you know, crapping on the teams that are a threat to the Chiefs. Like, everything surrounds the Chiefs. That being said, we live in a league, or we live in a world where the National Football League, though some don't want to admit it, is very predictable. And so that leads to a lot of his takes, not all of them, being correct in the end, even though it's coming from a place of bias. That being said, shout out Rich Eisen. 
he is just an amazing guy. Really, just like you know, like when he goes into his soliloquies in his uh, in his uh, show, like he can just sense the passion that comes from him. So I really really respect him. And uh, between I listen to uh, First Things First and uh, Rich Eisen show. Those are my two main sources of content. Yeah, I really like Rich Eisen. I feel like he's like the Ernie, you know, like the Ernie and the the NBA uh, yeah. NBA show. I feel like he's. Oh, the I Ernie. thought you were talking about Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. I, I mean, mean fully on, honestly, he Ernie he kind of does look like that Ernie. Then who's Bert? I don't know. I don't know. Nick Wright's kind of Bert. Really? I mean, the Bert Bert's kind of bald, isn't he? Wait, er, er, Ernie's the tall, skinny one, right? Like the tall, skinny one with like the, yeah, yeah, the hair so. sticking out. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, anyway, Rich Eisen's a great guy. Um, I, I, I like Rich Eisen, but I never yeah, listened yeah, like to him because I'd like fall asleep if I listened to him for more than two minutes. I don't know. I've been listening to the Pat McAfee since like How is it on middle ESPN, of high bro? school. Is it's pretty trash. Is I don't it know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It's like all corporate now. Uh, the show's gotten too big, but I still wa- I've been watching for years, so I still kind of watch. But uh, I, I just pretty much only watch Pat McAfee. So. Get some good Aaron Rodgers content on there. Yeah, I've got some good Aaron Rodgers. So. Speaking yeah. of, Aaron Rodgers, out for the season. Mm. Out for his career, question mark? Mm. Is it over? Mm. I think so. Mm. But not by his choice. What do you mean? Genuinely speaking, if the Jets find a younger option next year... I don't know why they keep Rodgers. I mean, like, he'll be a year removed from playing. He'll be, like, in his 40s. And the last season that he played, statistically speaking, wasn't a terrible season by any stretch of the imagination. But it wasn't this, like, dominant, like, MVP season either. Um, He doesn't have the greatest playoff track record. And I think that um, if you can find a cheaper and younger talent assuming they can keep that defense around i'm not sure you need aaron Rodgers specifically and so i i, I mean they, they can't cut him so like what are you gonna do you think they like trade him trade uh, who's gonna i don't know they'll figure it out i mean no. I, I think at the end of the day if aaron Rodgers knows he's not wanted he's like he's not gonna come back on spite just to like uh like pr- pr- prove them like, like he's not gonna like play a full season just to prove them wrong Who's them? Jets. Well, I think the Jets fully want Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers fully wants to play for the Jets. So I think if Zach Wilson this season has a great year, shows a lot of promise, I agree. Aaron Rodgers, they'll deal with that situation. Barring that, even if they bring in a new rookie, even if they bring in a new young QB, they're not going to miss out on the second year of Aaron Rodgers that they signed him to. At the worst case, their young, promising QB Gets like a good mentor. But, He's he spent the whole off season with them. All the players love him. The city of New York loves him. Unless Zach Wilson goes crazy, I think Aaron Rodgers will play out another season. You also, you notice how quickly he rehabbed his image. Yeah, like, I mean, Hard Knocks obviously helped. Yeah, but he went from being like fully like anti-vax, like scapegoat, like hated to. All of a sudden, he seemed like he was in line to be the protagonist, like, comeback story of this mm-hmm. NFL season. And he was loving it. Yeah. Like, he was fully embracing the face of New York sports. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants to live that life as yeah. a player. Yeah. Look, I mean, I don't fully disagree with you, Rowie. Um, 
And I obviously believe with you as well, Mike. That wasn't really a football take right there. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, not, I'm not really a football guy. I'm, just, just, I'm I, a and, baseball and guy. I, I, and, uh, just, just, just calling off it. Honestly, but, I'm um, kind of shocked that you'd bring up Aaron Rodgers in a baseball pod, but that's fine. But uh, all I'm saying is that, is that, is that if, if you have like a, like a Justin Fields type of player who's available, who's younger, cheaper, I mean, bro. They once, have once again, type of how player. are you? How are you gonna that cut? Does, like, like if you cut Aaron Rodgers, it's the amount of dead cap that you incur is more or less the same as if you just keep him on the roster. So, like, let's say you drafted a raw guy like Justin Fields. Are you starting Justin Fields and putting Aaron Rodgers on the bench? Like, I don't, I don't, I just can't picture the situation that you're I, painting. I think, I think the only way I would agree with you is if Zach Wilson, who's been in the league two years, goes on to say. I am the undeniable starter, which means he'd probably have to win a playoff game, to be completely honest with you. I agree. I think that the only way Aaron Rodgers is done is if Aaron's body doesn't handle it. Yeah. Is, it is it fully of his... He feels that his Achilles tear, he can't rehab from it the way that he wants it, which is fully feasible. Like, he's 38, 39 yeah. years old. Like, his body is at its football breaking point, and he dealt with nagging injuries last year. It's fully feasible that he just can't go and that he hangs it up. But I don't see the Jets willingly hanging it up yeah. with him. Fair enough. But I also see him, like, I think he's going to, it'd be really bad. Like, it'd be a real shame if his career kind of had to end with him getting carted off the field four yeah. snaps into a new team. So I feel like it's not like he was like, a, oh, I had a great valiant effort season with the Jets and came to an unfortunate end. You know, he didn't even get to start. So I think, I, I believe that, like, unless, like, his body just can't handle it, that he'll be out there. At least maybe next year will be his last year in the NFL. Who knows? So, quick, quickly approaching the storyline from the other end, what's, like, the Jets' outlook for you guys? I picked them to be my AFC representative in the Super Bowl. I think I need to probably <laughs> officially augment that take with Zach Wilson at the helm. But do you still see them as a playoff contender? I mean, they beat the Bills week one. Let's not overlook that. It was a little fluky on a 80-plus yard punt return in OT, but I mean, they still did it. The Jets beat the Bills last year in like a game that people could argue was like a statement win, and that wasn't uh, like a necessarily like a fluky situation. Like, like but first of all, great special teams and defense unit. Like, I feel a little bad calling it a fluke. Because um, I think it's a little unfair to like their units. In any case, the Jets went into Buffalo and beat them. I think it was like 28-26 or something like that. It was, it was some, some very close score. Um, so I don't think one win, you know, obviously. like I don't want to read too much into this one win. Personally, I think the Jets missed the playoffs. I think that there's too many other good QB talents in the, in the AFC. And at the end of the day... Defense is important, and I think that with Rodgers, they would have been lethal. But I think NFL has shown over the last couple of years that you need an, like a quarterback to win. I think I'm officially going on the record. I, I think it's fair game to do this because it was four snaps in. But I'm officially replacing the Jets making the playoffs as a wild card with the Dolphins. I excluded them. And I think I was wrong in that. I agree. I don't think the Jets make the playoffs. I mean, this is probably a better, more complete team than there was last year. But there's still a gaping hole at QB. Zach Wilson, I think maybe with Aaron Rodgers mentoring him, 
and showing him the ropes, maybe he could have turned into something. I would love to see Zach Wilson pop off there. Yeah, that, I mean that that, that, that would be uh, nothing against the guy. I mean, bro, bro's got game as we saw, and I don't mean on the football field, but um, yeah, I don't think they make the playoffs. I mean, or the, or the A. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think they're gonna really make the playoffs either. I just like I think Zach Wilson's gonna improve, but I could definitely see this being like you know a nine and eight type season where they once again like don't make the playoffs and are kind of like dangling on the cusp throughout the year. But what I would like to love to see is for the for the Jets this year to bring in a veteran QB to you know just give themselves any kind of shot. Colin Kaepernick. I'm thinking Philip Rivers. I'm telling you right now <laughs> no and, and and I'm putting this on record that if Philip Rivers joins the Jets, I will become a Jets fan like through and through bro, this. Bro is season. way too busy making through and kids, bro. through There's and through no this. Season. Bro, they could sign Philip Rivers and all 10 of his kids and field the an offense they and I still think that I give think that would give him a better shot at the playoffs than Zach Wilson at QB. I I really hope that. I I think it would just be fun for the NFL if the Jets still stick with, you know, the mantra of let's play it with the veteran quarterback because Zach Wilson's gonna just get you to nine and eight that's my opinion also last thing on this topic I think I've loved the memes that have been circulating of like Tom Brady has a chance to do the funniest thing yeah. ever like after ringing the bell at Gillette after promising to make him a pass I genuinely favor. think if this wasn't if he didn't already like use yeah, up the fake retirement back. card if he only had one retirement up to now I think he would have come back but I think if you like Renegs his like real retirement after his fake retirement. Like he's just gonna be a joke the rest of his like NFL slash yeah, retirement. Okay. You know, no, life. he's not coming. He back. can't come I back from public him. image. Like, I, I, Rose yeah. alluding to it. I think. I think yeah. he wants. To. Yeah, I think. I, I think, think he, he knows. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I have no idea what shape he's in. I assume, like always, it's still playing shape. I think he thinks he could win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he can. I just think it'd be hilarious, like, weeks after getting his jersey retired and the, at Gillette, just, like, coming back to play for the Jets. <laughs> Individual, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, see, see in a couple weeks. How, and, uh... How's that I'm a Patriot for life going to hold up when he's, uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Enough time on the Jets. Give me a couple of quick-fire overreactions, potentially teams that overachieved, underachieved from week one. Brad? Oh. <laughs> I, I'll start since right, I'm cool, putting please. y'all on the spot again. <laughs> I um, think I overachieved in week one. <laughs> I think instantly, like the team that comes to mind as underachieving is the Bengals because they got walloped by the Browns. I don't particularly care and don't really want to talk about that game that much because I think Joe Burrow's proved time and time again that he's a slow starter and he'll figure it out. They started zero two last year. Props to the Browns for winning. I mean, Deshaun Watson wasn't that good, but he got it done. So maybe that division's a closer race than we than we thought. Uh, I that's my like team underachieving. I think the team that we all picked to win their division, but it was still a surprise to see them come out here and prove it the way that they did was to me the Lions. Like they had all the spotlight on them, and they just came into. I guess not Arrowhead anymore, but still Arrowhead. And kind of showed the Chiefs who's boss and just set a stamp on their season. So I think they heard the hype. They believe the hype. And I think as the season goes on, people will more and more buy into the Lions hype train. I'm like all in on them. So, you know, while we're talking Chiefs-Lions, 
I had the pleasure of watching the Chiefs Lions game with Rowan. Yep. And uh, you said you have a take that you want to uh, debut on the pod. Well, well, clearly my take was leaked because I was seeing it a little bit all over social media. And so there's no one to blame but Brad, who's the only person I divulged this. Not even Max heard. Max is hearing this take alongside you, Jared, as we speak. But my take as we were watching the Chiefs Lions game. And no matter what you believe, you heard it here first, is that I believe that Mahomes, all this hype, all this Chiefs hype, was all Travis Kelsey. You actually did, te- you did text me this. Yeah, thing. okay, yes, okay, I great. Did, great. No, 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 great. I texted you. Yeah, yeah, you texted me. See, so you did divulge the tape. You <laughs> did leak it out. God, <laughs> see, I knew it. But, dude, I'm telling you. Travis Kelsey's coming back next week, so it's going to be all, you know, roses, and it's going to be all good, and everyone's going to be Colin Coward. Uh, well, not a Colin Coward. What's, what's the... Nick Wright. No, no, no. The, the guy... Chris Collinsworth. Chris Sorry. Chris Collinsworth. Going to be loving Mahomes again. I'm telling you, without Travis Kelsey, Mahomes' vanilla QB. Was missing throws like a normal quarterback. Not super excellent, you know. Definitely, I'm not saying they lost the game because of Mahomes. That was all Kadarius Tony. But without Travis Kelsey, there was no Mahomes magic. That's all I'm going to say. I'm looking forward to in two years once Travis Kelsey's retired away with Taylor Swift. And we'll see if the Chiefs are still on their game. You're just saying that because you support a rival QB in their division. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a Jets fan now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I hate that take. I think I, I'm like as big of a Mahomes hater as there is. Not because I don't like him, because I think every year the Chiefs are gonna fall off. Like I hate picking them to win the division, because um, I hate the same old, same old. But like that game was not his fault, man. He missed maybe a couple throws. Every QB missed a couple throws here and there. It's like if Kadarius Tony doesn't push a pick six into another player's hand. Or drop a key third down conversion in the fourth quarter, like they walk away from that game easy. All, all I'm saying is Jared Goff looked like the better quarterback. Like if oh, you yeah. were, if you replaced Mahomes with Gardner Minshew, you wouldn't have been like, wow, Gardner Minshew's playing a great game. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have batted an eye. I think he was an average quarterback wearing a red fifteen, and that's why everyone's hyped about him. First of all, I think Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift dating is going to make Travis Kelsey absolutely pop off, like absolutely clinical year this year, which, you know, is going to make Mahomes even better. And I'm definitely not just saying that because I have Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team. But in, in all seriousness, t- to give Rowie his credit, uh, despite him being a, a massive, what was it, Raiders fan? Jets fan. Jets fan, right. Yep. Sorry. Not Chargers, though. No, no, no. Just like you're a Yankees fan, I'm a big, oh, I'm yeah, a big Jets ma- fan. Massive yep. Yankees fan, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm a high blue fan. <laughs> but uh, to, to be fair to Rui, I mean, I don't think that Mahomes played a bad game. Like, I like you know, unlike Deshaun Watson, like, he wasn't, like, skipping balls, like, in the dirt, other than, like, maybe, like, the occasional bad there, which every quarterback has. But he also wasn't elevating the wide receivers. Now, you can't elevate Kadarius Tony when he's, like, dropping balls. I'm putting that aside. But on, like, the whole throughout the game... He wasn't elevating, leading the receivers with, like, balls, which, again, I'm not saying those receivers are anything fantastic, but I, I, I kind of agree with Roy on this one. In this one game, um, he had the opportunity to sort of help the receivers be them best selves, and I don't think he did. All right. 
this is a battle of two takes. Roey picked the Chiefs to you picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's that take versus Patrick Mahomes' ass take. As Travis Kelsey's still around. So no, no, I'm saying Travis Kelsey's back. leading that team to the Super Bowl. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Taylor Swift season. Taylor, Taylor Swift season. Taylor Swift's gonna be in the Super Bowl and you know, she's gonna watch half-time the show. She's gonna she's gonna do she's gonna do the half. Quick conversation. Show. Who's out of whose league? Ooh. <laughs> personally, <laughs> I feel like Travis league. Kelsey's out of her league, personally. Mm-hmm. What, you guys aren't gonna give your takes on this? No, nah, I think uh, I, agree. I, I, I yeah. I, I, I agree. I'm not gonna lie, I think Travis Kelsey's a great guy. That kinda pains me to say it a little bit, but I think he's a great guy. Yeah. I'm more of a Jason Kelsey kind of guy. Really? I love Jason no. Kelsey. Really? Travis Kelsey's clearly. Dude, Jason yeah. Kelsey's yeah. hilarious, man. Have you heard some of their pod? I, I've heard like bits and pieces. Yeah, I've also heard bits and pieces. No, they have, they have great, great pod. chemistry. Yeah, they, have yeah. Great. So they might be my favorite sports media personalities. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It, it, it's it's kind of crazy how like shit ended the stick Jason Kel- Jason Kelsey gets compared to like Travis Kelsey like you know like when they're like put up against each other. What do you mean? Because like they're both like in, in my opinion, I think they're I think you could make the argument they're both. Equally as good at their respective. Yeah, no, for sure. I think they're both best, but, best in the league but, at their positions. You know, one of them's a center where they just don't get credit for how much good they like they, they cause and how much benefit they impact the mm-hmm. team. And Travis Kelsey is an offensive playmaker, right? So it's like I think that like you know people see like you know Travis Kelsey and like you know Jason Kelsey even said like. Travis Kelsey is going to, like, go to the Hall of Fame and, like, Jason Kelsey, like, won't. Now, I don't yeah, necessarily yeah. believe that, but, like, all I'm trying to say is that uh, it's a little sad sometimes. Oh, well, I'm yeah. in her people, too, bro. Yeah. Any other any other games or takeaways from week one? Oh, yeah, so what, what was the segment we were doing? The uh, overachieving team? Yeah, overachieving, underachieving storylines. Really, really whatever's in your yeah, mind. Yeah, Overachieving? Yeah, hate to say it. I still think they're going to be very good. Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, they, they were. They, they, they yeah. won forty to nothing. I'm not taking anything away from that, right? And again, I know what Roe is looking at me like, given my take on Dak Prescott, or like my response to his take on Dak Prescott last week. I don't think Dak, <laughs> Pres- Dak Prescott played badly, but if you look at his stats, that was a defensive like oh, gem, yeah. and the offense did not have this like beautiful day on the field. Like, it was fine. It was a decent day, but it wasn't anything special. And I just don't want to see the Cowboys get more hype than they, in my opinion, deserve for a giant team that just didn't come to play. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's true. I think the, the Cowboys' defense really had, like, a shocking performance. I think a little bit of that is, you know, week one rust. And I feel like the Giants are going to be better than 0-40 zero oh, zero blowout, getting blown out team. They can't be worse. But they, they can't be worse. They can't be worse. But uh, I think in terms of overachieving, underachieving, this is going to be kind of like, a, a, I think, a, maybe a bit of a boring take, but I think the most overachieving team was the Niners, actually, because I feel like heading into really? the heading, he, he, heading into week one, the, 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 the Steelers had so much hype around them. We didn't know what they were going to look like. Brad's boy, Rich Eisen, picked them to beat the Niners. Listen, I'm not saying that they were favorites by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like that game people, I think, had a little bit of piqued interest in because we didn't really know exactly what was going to happen. But the Niners just shut the Steelers out at every single opportunity. 
Um, I like the quote I saw from Trent, uh, Trent Williams. That, that's that mm-hmm. OT, whatever his name is. That was like, at some point, I kind of hoped Kenny Pickett would get a first down because it was getting kind of <laughs> tiring out, you know, getting back on the field so often. I think it was just a dominant performance. And I think that unlike the Chiefs or unlike, you know, some of these other players, the Eagles that almost let it st- slip to an unfortunate franchise like the Pats, um, you know, they came out and they showed, yeah, we're, we're going to see you in the NFC Championship no matter what. Brad, before you interrupt me, I want to talk about my underachieving team, which is probably more of an obvious pick in the Buffalo Bills. I think, you know, we've been waiting for, like, Josh Allen to have this MVP campaign. Who knows? It could still happen. It's still possible to happen. Who knows? Um, I mean, Brad clearly thinks he knows, but it could still happen. Who knows? Um, But once again, we've seen that he's the same guy he's been pretty much throughout his entire career. Although his highs have continuously increased in terms of the peaks he's reached, he's always had these same floor games of three interceptions, and it just doesn't seem like it's going to end. So overachieving Niners, underachieving Bills. Brad, feel free. No, I just want to say I really apologize. I thought you meant the 49ers underachieved. No, no, 49ers unoverachieved. Yeah. I well, I overachieved is like a little bit of a weird thing to say about it, but I was very like impressed how the 49ers looked like like these past seven months was just like one week since the last time they played. So I actually fully agree with you. That's why I yeah. wanted to apologize. The initial I said I disagree, but... I don't really I accept your apology, but... But uh, I, I'd like to talk about Brock Purdy for a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty good. I do yeah. No, um, I uh, to the pun. Not, yeah, not to I, the I take. Yeah. Um, is he a top ten QB? Personally, I think that he's getting a lot of hate because his offense is good. Like, because like he has like, a lot of good. Bro, you put me on that team. I'm a like, top twenty. <laughs> he has a lot of playmakers, and that's why everyone's like, "Well, he's not that good." But at the end of the day, number one, he's still like, like you play the cards you're dealt. He's winning with the cards he's dealt. And number two, if you watched that game, which I did because I had a lot of fantasy players on that team who all did terribly, but if you watched that game, he was putting the ball in some good tight windows. Like, like these weren't like blown open Dolphins like players who were just like standing there in the middle of nowhere. Like it was, um, it was, it was some beautiful throws. Uh, I'm not keeping an official stat count. But by my count, this may or may not be, like, the third ever segue about Brock Purdy. Or, like, a little side tangent about Brock Purdy that Brad's ever proposed in, like, maybe the six episodes that we've recorded since Brock Purdy has existed. Um, so make of that what you will. I, I don't know if I'm I ready like to, like... Guy. Yeah. Not no. to apologize. I mean, listen, I think he's in that, like, I don't know, like, third or fourth QB tier of, like, unathletic, like... Kirk Cousins s quarterbacks um, that put up good stats, but are largely dependent on the offense around him. Similar to how Kirk puts up great stats with Justin Jefferson, now Jordan Addison, and TJ Hawkinson. So I think he's somewhere around that league average tier, but I obviously think he's elevated with the offense. Listen, I think I think I agree. I, I think I personally am currently agreeing more a little bit with Max in the sense that I think he's a guy that's being elevated. But at the same time, I think the whole top 10 QB is a game that only two quarterbacks, two types of quarterbacks play. Either you're a quarterback who's in the MVP candidacy, maybe that's two or three names every season, or you're a QB of a losing team and you're trying, you know, the argument is, is the quarterback top 10, the rest of the team is garbage, you know? 
But for all the other quarterbacks, if you're winning, who cares? Like, Brock Purdy is not an MVP quarterback. I don't really care if people think he's top 10 or not top 10. I Why respect not? the fact – I just respect the fact that they're winning games. And I don't think Absolutely. it's – I don't think it's important to say, ooh, I think he's the 15th. Mm, I think he's the 8th. He's not winning MVP. He's not in the top three, so we don't need to discuss that. His team isn't bad, so there's no, you know, there's no notion that he's holding back or he's, like, making the team bad as a whole. So like if he's in the let him be let him be in the middle ground be at peace with that and let the Niners just well, keep winning games. Really, that might be the best take you've ever Thank made you. on the Thank you. Why is not Why is he not in the discussion for MVP? <laughs> All right. I mean, I personally believe that an MVP quarterback needs to be the most valuable player on the field. And if you're telling me that Brock Purdy's the most valuable player on the field on the Niners, the player that everyone's eyes are on, then I think we have a fundamental fundamental disagreement about this game of football that we that we have a well we have a p- baseball pod, but this football <laughs> segment of the baseball pod. Look, I, I agree with you that I'm not necessarily saying that that Brock Purdy is the most valuable player on that team, which I know you know flies in the face of what I'm about to make an MVP case, but. When we look at like the MVP, guys, can we award? say our MVP cases for Week Six? It's, it's a little early in the season. No, I'm, I, I'm not trying to say that I think Brock Purdy is going to be MVP. I'm just saying that this is exactly the type of like, like hate I think that Brock Purdy still gets, which is like undeserved. Will he be? Bro, MVP there's no MVP? Brock Purdy hate will, coming will, from no, Max will, or will, myself. Will, will he be? Pretty MVP? good. I think you're Probably manifesting not. hate. Probably not. Because you like you, you have a little crush on Brock Purdy. Who's your dark horse MVP pick too, bro? <laughs> no wonder. Look, it's just all, in a joke. Maybe you're the all, biggest hater. All I'm trying to say, all I'm trying to say is that his numbers continue to be really good. Like since he's been in the league, highest pass rating, something like that. Like second highest, like um like uh, touchdown interception ratio, like like hasn't lost the game that he started and finished. Like Dude's a Jared. You gotta fact dude, check that. Dude's a guy. Dude, no, he's, dude, he's a ball. Yeah, he's a ball. There's and, a reason and, the 49ers traded. He, he's a gamer. All, all, all I'm trying to say is, at some point, if his stats persist, like people will put him in MVP discussion. His stats, but Brad, he doesn't have MVP stats though. Like it's one thing if to he have has a the high highest passer rating in the league. Brad, Brad, MVP isn't a passer rating, you know, okay. award. Well, MVP is touchdowns, yards. Well, all I'm That's saying, that's the MVP. Like like give me a time okay. where the highest passer rating QB in the NFL. Maybe Aaron Rodgers two season aside. Like it's always been about yards, touchdowns, flashiness, Chris Collins worth during Monday Sunday night football. That's what so, the MVP is. So Roy, Roy, Tua MVP? Probably not. I think I think I this is a different topic. This is a different topic of conversation. Hang on. All right, but we'll let's let's let, let's let Brad finish. Let's let Brad finish his Brock Purdy uh, segment of the baseball. Let me just, let me just yeah. put the closing word in for Brock right. Purdy. Okay. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is that uh, we 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 saw a week. Where Patrick Mahomes lost, Burrow got beaten badly. Lamar Jackson significantly underperformed. Um, we saw Josh Allen turn the ball over four times. Aaron Rodgers get out for the season, and Brock Purdy looked really good against a defense that was supposed to be really good. So all I'm trying to say, anything is possible. But Roy, except, Roy, except for Josh Allen winning MVP, that's yeah. so, so 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 but, but Brock Purdy winning Roy, MVP Roy. very possible. But yeah. by your logic, the yeah. current front two MVP front runners are Tua, and then second might be Mac Jones, bro. <laughs> I I mean, hey, week one, sure, sure. yeah, why yeah, not? Why one, not? Yeah. But but back to the Tua case because I think that's actually an interesting case, right? 
If Tua Mania continues, it's because Tyreek Hill's well on his way to get 2,000 yards. And I believe that if that's the case, I would wager that Tyreek Hill wins the MVP. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like if, if Tua keeps putting up these numbers, it's because it's Tyreek Hill having the MVP season. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily Tua, but that, that's a different My fantasy team agrees with you. Yeah. And I like, we saw this a bit last year with the Dolphins. This was a team I wanted to touch on. I don't think they're overachieving. I just think they're, their offense is filthy. Like, defense probably non-existent. I think them and the Chargers had the best game of the week. Uh, last week, tough topic. I'm sorry, but I know you. Oh, believe time. me, I, I have thick skin at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I know. It's every week. Not a slight. Yeah, I promise. Honestly, I just massive wanna, slight. <laughs> I just want to give two of his props because he got a lot of shit in the off season from like Ryan Clark and all the all the practice videos of like, oh, he's looking chunky and oh, he overthrew another pass. You gotta give it to him when he's healthy. He's he puts up stats like he puts up MVP stats and. All the team does when he's healthy is win. So I think the Dolphins, if their offense stays hot like this, which if they're healthy, I don't see why they wouldn't. I think that team is scary. Just like a lot of teams in the AFC. Like, I don't think that's a particularly hot take. I think that's one team where if it gets momentum, they'll just keep rolling with it. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you said. The only small thing I would nitpick is that um, I don't think their defense is going to be as bad as it was in that game for the rest of the year. I mean, I if it's not, then they're a legitimate I mean, look, look I'm not, I, I don't know that, I'm not, like, putting them on the same level as, like, the Jets defense or the Pats defense or, like, um, who else is really good? Like, the Niners defense or anything like that. But, um, I do think their defense will be better. I really do. I mean, because also I think the Chargers offense is really good. I, I mean, I've always liked Kellen Moore. I think that, like, the Chargers offense was simply just really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Dolphins are kind of a scary team if they pick up momentum. Honestly, I'm going to be honest, like, I had a tough time watching that game because our defense was so pathetic against them. Yeah. But they were fun. They, they're a fun offense to watch. Like, objectively, it's good for the NFL. They're a fun offense to watch. The one issue they have is their run defense is very bad. And believe me, as a fan of a team that's perennially had a bad run defense, come December, January, when you're paying in adverse conditions where maybe passing the football isn't going to work every down, you need to have a dependable run defense. And, um, you know... It, it, it's tough to win late in the season without without a run defense. But obviously, week one, who knows what's going to happen, could be a scary team. But but I just feel like, unlike a lot of other things that you can tweak, run defense is a culture thing, and sometimes it's just hard to all of a sudden have a good run defense midway through the season. It's something they got to fix sooner than later. Yeah, but I thought they were very fun to watch, and I thought them versus the Pats will be very interesting. All right, so... I think that's more or less enough for shout for out Heim Bloom. Shout out Heim Bloom. That that's that's enough for uh for the recap, guys. I think you know Brad's got a bedtime. You know I I think Brad's looking to wrap things up. But I I said Brad Brad will keep talking about Brock Purdy for as long as you let. Him. Oh, we know Brad Brad dreams about Brock Purdy. Uh, I think let's just we're more of a recap pod. We're we're not much of a preview pod. But I say we bring back one of our old segments, and we just all go around and say our picks for uh for it. this upcoming week. Let's let's and, let, let's try and do our picks at like like keep 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 the running tally and uh, see who's uh who like. Let's do it. I mean, Brad, you're uh, recently unemployed. Could you uh <laughs> could you take care of that? You have a lot of free time on your hands yeah, now. All right, we do. great. <laughs> all right, so with that, let's get going. Yeah, and I mean, if, if we disagree, 
Yeah, we, can, we can say a brief word here and there. We'll, we'll start with a juicy one. Ravens, Bengals. Um, I'm a pick. I'm a pick the Bengals. I, I, I find it hard to believe they start the season 0-2. Uh, I feel like now the Bengals, Ravens, 1-1. I, I see it. Brad. Uh, you go first. All right. I'll pick the Ravens, actually. Uh, a little bit of disagreement right off the bat. But Bengals started 0-2 last year. I think Joe Burrow's still feeling the nagging effects of the injury. And I think it keeps going. I think they'll figure it out at some point. I think the Ravens are a good team. Uh, I'm going to go Bengals simply because, uh, I mean, it, it's embarrassing for Burrow what happened last game. Uh, and he shouldn't be a guy who can rest on excuses. But the rain was pretty bad. And he was injured, and I'm just, I, I, I guess I'm just, uh, I'd be hard-pressed to think that he's not going to come out trying to fix what the image was from last week. Fair enough. I'm the only Ravens truther. Seahawks-Lions, I'll start us off. I think Seahawks were actually another huge underachievement week one. Yep. But I just, after our first pod, I felt bad because I didn't give them enough credit. I think they're just not that good of a team, so I'll pick the Lions. I'm going to actually pick the Seahawks on this one. I feel like the Seahawks could be a really good team. I'm not exactly sure what happened against the Rams, but I feel like the Seahawks could could come out and beat the Lions. So I'm going to pick Seahawks. I'm going to go Lions. Uh, I don't know. I, I need to see a little more from the Seahawks before I uh, give an official take, but I've never been super, super high on Geno. And I think the, Dolph, uh, the Dolphins, I think the Lions had some good momentum from week one, and uh, I think they'll run with it. I battle their rookie QBs, Colts, Texans. I'm going to go Colts. I'm also going to go Colts. I, I think, Anthony Richardson I, I is think better. Anthony Richardson at this point. Pretty, pretty good. I mean, for like, you know, first game looks pretty good. Yep, Colts. Sweet. Nice and easy. Bears and, or that one was nice and easy. Bears and Buccaneers. Mm, I'm going to go Bears. Go I'm a, Bears. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm Bear. Bear Don and uh, pick the Bears. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to just pick the Bears. Go Bears. And uh, I'm picking the Bears. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to go Bucks. I think... What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. It, guys, keep in mind, it, it, it's 2 a.m. at the time of this recording. Uh, but I'll pick the Bucks. Not much to say. I mean, I think they're just probably a slightly better team with, at, at this point, probably a slightly better quarterback. Bucks for me as well. Baker revenge tour. Another interesting rematch from the playoffs. Lots of good games. Chiefs, Jaguars. Mm, interesting. I'm picking, Kelsey is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Kelsey is back and Chris Jones, but mainly Kelsey, I'm going to pick the Chiefs, even though I think the Jaguars are can be a very good team, but they just make a couple goofy mistakes a game that keep their opponents in them. I think the Chiefs win it in week two, though. I mean, tough for me. It's my number two versus my number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, in the well, hey, it's been one week since you came up with that. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. One week about, anniversary. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Chiefs pull it out last second. So Just like you. Actually, no, with your bastard child. You should have pulled it out a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Again? It's back, baby. This is a it's joke back. for anybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he's just making jokes. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I agree, Chiefs. I think, I don't know, Jackson really impressed me versus the Colts week one. I think they, they win that division going away, but Chiefs for me. Uh, Packers, Falcons, I'll start since uh, my co-hosts are currently laughing their asses off. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, this one's hard. I think they're both like pretty, pretty good teams. Battle of pretty good. Battle of one and O's, but we don't really know what to make of them. I think purely, I think probably Packers, because um, I think Jordan Love is set out to prove a lot of people wrong. But I think this one fully could go either way. Yeah, I think I think the Jordan Love is is slowly proving and coming on to be a good quarterback. I think that you know good quarterback play prevails, and you know unlike the Pan- lousy Panthers team the Falcons faced last week, I think the Packers win this one. I'm going Packers too. Not I, maybe now. not that hard. Would not be surprised if we're all wrong. All right, Raiders-Bills. Uh, I, I can start us off. I think I think this is honestly could be a game to watch. I agree. I think it was upset alert. I th- this could be upset alert, even though I will say Josh Allen has his terrible games, and he had one last week. But I think after he struggles, he usually has very promising performances that to some extent wash it away in the eyes of the media for a couple weeks. I think he comes back and the Bills win kind of decidedly, even though I think this is one of those games where the either the Bills win decidedly or the Ra- Raiders stick through it in it the whole game and upset the Bills. But I'm picking the Bills winning decidedly in this game. I think the Raiders are always kind of boomer bust. They can always underachieve or overachieve. So I just fully think they have potential to win. But I, I can't pick against the Bills. So I'll go them. It's too bad the Raiders don't have a better defense because I think if, if there was a defense this week that could – Really cover Allen um, and force Allen to uh, okay, re- really cover Diggs and force Allen to put it into spots where he shouldn't just to keep his receiver happy. But uh, Kobe Myers out. I'm going Bills. Another probably sneaky, interesting game: Niners versus the Puka Nakua led Rams. Brad. I, I don't think it's sneaky, interesting. I, I know I'm interrupting. I'm I'm a pick of the Niners, so you can just feel free to skip over me. All right, yeah, I mean, I'm also picking the Niners. Right. I, I just think I'm interested to see genuinely what the Rams are because mm-hmm. I'm confused by it. It, it was but a confusing win last week for yeah. them, yeah. I'm picking the Rams. I just don't think that the Niners have uh, an MVP. <laughs> no, fuck that. I am picking the Niners. Brock Purdy continues his MVP caliber season. Not that he will win the MVP, but like MVP caliber. Yeah, we should talk about that for 20 more minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giants-Cardinals. Giants for me. Yeah, Giants. I, Cardinals are racing yeah, for Caleb Williams. Definitely. Yeah. Giants. They're gonna lose by twenty, aren't they? Jets, Cowboys. Um uh, pick I, I think it's I think it'd be a gutsy pick to pick against the Cowboys after last week. Also with Aaron Rodgers out, I think I don't have the guts to pick the Jets. And I don't really believe in the Jets at all with Zach Wilson, so I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm also picking the Cowboys. I think that I think that defense is going to make um, Zach Wilson's life very hard. Might be seeing ghosts out there, so Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Tony Pollard rushes for five touchdowns, and my fantasy team wins in fine colors. Sweet. Commanders, Broncos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Broncos here. I just think that Sam Howell is just not the solution. And I'm honestly, I think it's any, any week, any month that Ron Rivera gets fired, I would honestly not be surprised if he just gets fired midway through the season with, uh, with their new ownership group. I think Sam Howell is a worse quarterback than Ron Rivera is a coach. I just think, I, I think that the, I honestly forgot the other team you said that's playing against them already. It's, it's that late at night that we're doing this pod, but the commanders aren't winning the game. I'm giving it to the Broncos. I'm, I'm really tempted to pick the commanders because I just, I think the Broncos are a team I just don't care about. Like, maybe they could be good, but, like, bro, just who cares? Um, 
I think just to make it interesting, I will pick the Commanders. Kind of just based on, I don't know, I don't care about the Broncos. <laughs> and I Sam Howell's mildly interesting, because I'm curious to see whether he crashes the birds. So, yeah, go Commanders. Yeah, I mean, I don't really pick teams based on who I like or what I find interesting, so I'm going to actually make a football smart mm. pick um, and go with the Broncos. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Dolphins-Pats, pretty interesting Sunday night game. This not, is... Not really. Bro, battle of the no, top I, two I, I think it's candidates. pretty interesting because yeah. I, I think it's the first time the Dolphins are facing like a good, respectable defense. We'll see. No, no, that's not even a joke. Yeah, like, no, like no. legitimately, I feel like if Tua puts 466 sorry, against the Pats, to me, that'd be like, wow. Like that, that, that'd be wow, regardless of the outcome of the game. So I think I it's mean, interesting. I think the Dolphins run away with this one. Run away? Really? Like. I mean, like, it might be close for a little bit, but I think the final score is by a margin greater than 13 points. Wow, really? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, like, it might be 14, which I yeah. guess isn't, like, a crazy, crazy, like, blowout, like, 40 to nothing. But, like, I think the margin's 13 or more. I mean, I'm picking the, the Dolphins, too, just after what I saw in the trauma I had last week and pretty much every week the Tyreek plays Tyreek Hill plays the Chargers. I can't pick against them, but I think it's it's going to be a margin a lot closer than 13 points. Definitely a one-score game, but I'm picking the Dolphins. I'm really tempted to pick the Pats. Yeah. I feel like, dude, I feel like if it wasn't for the first quarter, I mean, the Pats beat the Eagles, but I'm, I'm in on Tua. I, I got it. Here's be. the thing. Even if that first quarter doesn't happen, right? The Pats had the position to win the game, and they just lack yeah. like, like they they lack the clutch factor that teams that win and like are plenty teams that win teams that make it you know far have like you need that clutch factor. It's why the Pats won for so many years. And I just yeah. don't think they have it. Yeah, I agree. So Dolphins, uh, Saints, Panthers, Saints. Yeah, Saints. Saints. All righty, last one we made. Two Monday night games this week, by the way, which I didn't actually know, mm-hmm. which neither of them seemed that interesting. But wait, last... wait, wait, what, did you skip over the Chargers game? Because the Chargers-Titans was up there somewhere. Oh, wow, I literally just skipped you that. You just skipped over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, two more. Chargers-Titans. I'm picking the Chargers here. I feel like... I'm the... also picking yeah, the yeah, Chargers, Chargers here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. I, Titans are also another team I yeah. don't care about. Yeah, me neither. Worse exactly. team than the Broncos. Exactly. I'm just waiting for the... Once Will Levis starts, I'll tune in. Till yeah. then, don't care. Once Malik Willis starts, right. then gets benched for sure, Will Levis. Sure, sure. Yeah. All Brown-Steelers for the second Monday night game. Wait, wait. So, so what's the first Monday night Saints game? Saints-Panthers. Got it, got it. Yeah. I'm going Browns. Um, I think that Steelers are well coached. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think Kenny Pickett's it. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think Penny Kenny Pickett's it either. But I will pick the 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 Steelers over the Browns. I think it's going to be a really low scoring game. Probably both teams finish under twenty or twenty ish at best. But I think that Kenny Pickett finds a way to get one more scoring drive than Deshaun Watson, and the Steelers win. I agree, actually. I think the Steelers win. I think with Mike Tomlin, when he's under five hundred. The safest bet is for him to get back to 500. So I think that's the safest bet. That's all the games. We'll tally it up. We'll make it an official thing. Next week, we'll come up with some kind of punishment to do at the end of the season when it's all said and done. But that's all we got. At uh, 2.08 a.m., we're wrapping up. Any final thoughts? Nope. Go Brock Purdy. See y'all next week.